Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Hi there, folks. Welcome back to the WP Tonic. This is show 224. We've got a great guest, a great, um, has been a regular on our panel recently, um, contributed a lot, but just a, a great um, person in general, always makes me laugh. And that's Mendel from GoDaddy. Would you like to give the audience a quick introduction, Mendel? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Mendel. I've been um, at GoDaddy for uh, close to eight years, uh, done a lot of things and have a background in engineering, but now I work on um, community stuff, uh, getting information out into the, telling our story to the WordPress and broader technical community and, and pulling feedback back in from the community. So. Oh, thanks, Mendo. And I'd like to introduce my co-guest, Kim. I'd like to introduce yourself, Kim. Absolutely. I'm Kim Schivler. I teach business communications and technology. And I'm your I'm your host, Jonathan Denwood, the founder of WP Tonic. So all complaints, queries can come straight to me, folks. Wait, hold so, on. What's, that? What's the email address? <laughs> it's Jonathan at WPTonic.com. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, Mendel, you're the GoDaddy evangelist. Um, I always thought um, that title for company evangelist is... Um, quite interesting title can you give some indication to the listeners and, and viewers what a evangelist actually does yeah uh i think it, uh, it varies broadly um across organizations so uh the, I, you know um one of one of the first um super well so there's uh there's guy kawasaki there's yeah. um uh um scoble Right there, there have been some pretty notable names um, that kind of helped to start off the the whole evangelist idea. Now, back back then, uh, I I really I really think the the classic evangelist was a person who who uh, taught somebody how to use an API or a technology or a platform um, with um, with the things that they uh, are working on. Right. Um, more broadly, you know, it's, it's funny because a lot of people call themselves evangelists in the WordPress community and they're, they call themselves WordPress evangelists, but then they work for, um, they work for a bigger company, right? Um, and, and, and so those people, uh, have defined it in a slightly different way. Now we have evangelists, um, for, uh, for other organizations. Um, uh, by the way, I don't agree with, um, this title in this case, so I'm not going to name those organizations. Um, but uh, they consider an evangelist a uh, sales role, right? Um, and so what, what I would define modern evangelism as is um, a, uh, a person or people that represent uh, a company to a community um, for the purpose of uh, uh, creating education on both sides, delivering information on both sides, um, without the, uh, you know, the, without being tied to a, uh, a sales or, or a revenue goal. So. Yeah. I'm sorry about that folks. There was a little bit of background noise. Um, 
Yeah, it's just, it's interesting what um, what it is really. Um, so, how long have you been been doing evangelism with GoDaddy? Then, how long has it been so far? Then, yeah. So, I took I took this job four years ago, um, and, right. and that was around that was around the time that uh, you know GoDaddy was building a new managed WordPress product and. Um, and kind of fixing that uh, hosting situation and swearing off um, those, you know, those uh, um, advertising practices of the past and things like that. And and um, and kind of when the the tide started to turn as far as um, as far as the company's uh, objectives. Right. Um- so you've been doing it for a while, you know, on reflection, what have you learned about being an evangelist? And secondly, what have you learned about the WordPress community in those four years? Um, about being an evangelist. Uh, I, I've, I've made more friends than I set out to make. Um, I, I, I came out, uh, you know, when, when you start uh, working on a project for a company, you work on a project you know, um, and, uh, and you're certainly not getting paid. Uh, you know, your boss doesn't come to you and say, Hey, why don't you go, um, you know, have some great friendships, uh, in a, in a community all over the world. Um, they say, Hey, you know, why don't you help get the word out about, um, what we're up to and get some feedback from the community. Right. So that was, that was, um, one of the most supportive, surprising um and um quite frankly rewarding things um that came with the job uh the second question was um related to uh how um sorry i forgot the second part um what have you learned about the wordpress community in general yeah so uh and i gotta apologize jonathan i got off a five uh I flew from San Francisco to Austin, Texas this morning. Mm. I got off the plane at 5 a.m. Um, so, so I'm a little, uh, little tired. So uh, what, have I, what have I learned? Um, I've learned that the WordPress community is, is, is very anomalous. Um, it, so there are a lot of open source communities um, that produce open source software. They have business ecosystems around that software. Uh, WordPress is enormous and there are people making a ton of money. And, uh, when people go out into the community, um, you would think that there would be this aggressive posture to, uh, grab business, um, at WordCamps and, uh, at meetups and online and in forums and things like that. And sometimes you see some of that from people posting links to their blogs or, or their new hosting companies or, you know, whatever it is. But uh, for the most part, people that people are very, very respectful of the, of the, um, the values and the principles of, uh, the WordPress community, which I think is very, very unique. Um, you don't, you don't see that in other open source communities. Um, oh, right. It's, it's been the only open source community that I've been actively involved with, actually. So having that insight about some others is really useful, Mendel. Um, obviously, you've got a new CEO, Scott. Um, 
One of the things when I was um, reading the news story was that um, it was saying that GoDaddy has over 16 million clients. Is that roughly right, actually, Mendel? Oh yeah, no, we wouldn't we wouldn't joke about uh, stuff that we that we put out in the media. Uh, so a, a lot of our clients are domain clients. Right. Um, we uh, um, we're I think now. Um, the the largest uh of uh the wordpress hosts um mm. uh we we you know we host we host wordpress sites at media temple and at godaddy um and now uh uh with our heg companies uh over in in the uk or sorry in in europe and mm. so uh like we host a lot of a lot of WordPress, which is pretty awesome, and uh, so that's a subset of of uh, you know other product holders. The majority of our customers are small businesses, um, so that kind of gives you an idea. If somebody has an idea, uh, they want to go start a cupcake shop or something like that, they they come to us because we've long long been uh, advocates for uh, for small businesses. So. So, you know, with the new CEO, um, what would you hope to see in the next 18 months when it comes to GoDaddy's relationship with the WordPress community? <laughs> what would be your hope list of what might be achievable? Well, uh, so the, the good part is, uh, so I have, I have, one, I have one request. Um, and uh, I, was, I was just in Seattle and uh, spent some time with uh, Scott and uh, asked him uh, or, or kind of gave him, gave him a piece of my mind. And I said, listen, beyond all else, uh, what I care about most is uh, customer centric product development. And um, it's something that we have continued to excel at, um, at, at GoDaddy. And, um, and I, uh, I just want to see us continue to do that, um, especially when it comes to WordPress. Uh, that we're building things that 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 people um, are just freaking excited about, just delighted about, um, and that and that help people, right? Um, and so basically, it was a reaffirmation, uh, saying saying to Scott, "Hey, man, are, like, are you are you in for this? Because Blake was." Um, you know, Blake was all about, uh, uh, and st still is until he's, um, until he's done with, with his job. Cause he's not, he's not done yet. We, we're still putting his feet to the fire, but, um, you know, uh, are, are you, are you down with this the same way Blake was? And he's like, yep. In fact, he's like, I'm down with it two times, two times harder than you are. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, like, I'm really excited about it. So you must be super stoked. So anyway. Uh, that's that's my only. I think what when we do that, um, and you've seen you've seen us do that over the past uh, couple of years, when when we do that and really build products for uh, the community and our customers, like everybody wins, right? The customers win. We make money. Uh, people people are happy with our services. So uh, I think yeah, that's the only thing that that I want to see. Well, that's great. Um... Obviously, um, GoDaddy has had its ups and downs in the WordPress community. Um, and you probably on a regular basis hear some of the downs and you hopefully you hear some of the ups as well. Um, 
on reflection um what what do you think that um what i've just said about ups and downs and maybe until recently um i'm trying i'm trying to find the right words here because i want to be totally fair some of the inconsistencies do you think that was because GoDaddy didn't really understand the wordpress communities or was it that it's dealing with um, such a large market that people don't understand that WordPress is the important part for GoDaddy, but it's also dealing with a lot of other things as well. Yeah. Um, uh, respectfully, I, I don't. I don't think it's either of those. Um, so I've I've thought about this a lot over the past few years, uh, and you know I've looked at other companies that have that have done. Um, that have had you know gaffes in the past or done things that um, the, the community didn't like uh, within the WordPress community within the broader community you know looking at um, looking at other large larger organizations right and by the way in the grand scheme of things um, you know compared um, compared to some gargantuan companies GoDaddy is quite small right so <laughs> we have to we have to keep that in the perspective that um, that it's it's large in the hosting industry right um, yeah. and and in the domains industry but uh, but but you know compared uh, I'm now now all of the world's huge companies uh, have just vaporized from my from my mind but uh, Microsoft but Apple yeah. yeah, when you think about, you know, we, uh, I, don't, I don't know how many employees we have right now, but it's in the, it's in the thousands, not the hundreds of thousands, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, so keeping that in mind. Um, I used to think it was about us. Uh, and I used to think it was, we did all of these bad things, um, or things that um, gave people a bad taste in their mouth. And so, um, because of that, we, um, you know, we've, we, we've kind of been on the wrong side of, of the community. And that's, that's true. There was a lot of stuff that we just used to suck at, right? <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that we, we, we didn't do right. Or, um, or that people within the organization represented, uh, in a, in a strange way, right? Um, that, that our, our, the majority of the people in our company didn't, didn't feel the same way. Um, however, uh, I think what I've learned is that really the issue was there was no communication channel, right? And when you have no communication channel, so think about this, when you, when you don't know what's going on in a situation, you're freaked out, right? And if, and if that's your, it's your business, uh, that you don't know what's going on with your technology provider and, and your livelihood, uh, relies on it, then you're super freaked out. Right. And so, uh, for the first time in the history of the company, people in the WordPress community and beyond have had a way, had a channel to communicate directly with people within the organization. And I think, I think that's what, um, that's what changed things. Um, of course we changed product, we changed marketing practices, we changed policy, we changed, you know, all of, all of these different things. But to be to be truthful, those things weren't things that we didn't believe in, or the, the, those weren't things that we didn't want to change. We wanted to change all those things. Those those changes were going to happen regardless of um, of our work in the WordPress community, 
right? Um, it's been a function of creating a communications tool for for the community and for us. So. I think that's a great point. We're going to <clears throat> we're going to go for our break, folks. When we come back, we've got some more questions from Mendel Kirtland. He's a little bit jet lagged, but he still was a champ coming on the show, <laughs> and it's appreciated. We'll be back in a minute, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back, folks. We've been we're talking about all things GoDaddy, and we're talking about our great friend Men, Mendel Kirtland. Um, I'm going to hand it over um, to Kimberly. Um, you need she's ready. Um, Kim, got any questions? I do have a few, um, just as a, a funny background too. I was a technical evangelist back in the pre-2000s, late oh, nice. 90s, early 2000s. So in that day, what it meant, and I was in Austin, Texas, by the way, with a company called Tivoli that's owned by IBM. Yeah. And uh, in those days, we were part of the sales organization, sort of, but we weren't, we weren't a sales role as far as... Um, you weren't gold that way? Yeah, we weren't gold that way. So we were kind of the bridge between the engineers mm -hmm. and the sales team and the customers. So I could be called in to, to speak to customers or to go around and teach the sales teams what engineering had coming up. Mm. And that was always, back then, that was my exposure to it. Yeah, now, now they call that like technical integrations or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, the marketers get a hold of these names and and yeah. everything changes, or HR, whoever does it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had a question for you that jumped out on the communication channel. It, it kind of made me think of, you know, GoDaddy was part of the very early hosting and early, definitely, domain name companies. I wonder how much of that was a shift from the way we all did business pre-2000 for companies was much more formal. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about things like building community, et cetera. So communications channels, unless you were a large company or an enterprise type company, frequently weren't there. How much do you think integrating that new communication channel and all is, is just a part of really connecting with the times of what people are looking for now and GoDaddy being on board with that? Yeah, uh, that's it's a super interesting question. So I, I remember um, I was around when we first set up the Twitter and the Facebook accounts for, for GoDaddy and every single post, every single time had to be approved um, by, by, the, by the high, well, most of the time had to be approved by the highest levels um, because when, when this first started out, it didn't last long, but, um, but you know, I think, everybody um, in, in this world was kind of caught off guard by how quickly things like social media became, became real, right? Um, this, this opportunity now to be able to speak directly to a big brand. Uh, I, was, I was on a United flight 
a, a few days ago and I, and I just tweeted at them and I said, Hey, um, people always, you know, beat you up for the negative. Just want to tell you, thanks. I arrived 15 minutes early. Um, and they responded, uh, you know, immediately. And it was, it was an employee of, of United, you know, and, and I've had uh, negative experiences do the same thing, you know, and, and those things get handled. It's, it's a new, it, it's a, it's a beautiful new time, but it's very, very scary for corporations, right? And, and, and what, what social media did is it forced um, corporations' hands um, to start to uh, snap out of that super formal, kind of the, the shield of the brand, right? The shield of, of, um, of the, uh, the corporate identity um, because what the public said is, you know, we, we, we want to know who you are, right? We want to know the people that exist there. We, we want to, we want to know if you're really good people or bad people or, or whatever. And so that it, it was, it was a struggle, um, I think with us in the same way that it was a struggle with any other organization, um, really figuring out like, how do, how do we, how do we do this? You know? Um, and, and, uh, and, this was kind of the evangelism or this, this part of things, the team that I work on is, is kind of the, the pinnacle of this, this effort um, that, you know, I can come on a podcast and I can tell you things used to suck and now they don't suck. And, and to be honest, that statement um, probably, you know, in a different time uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I might not um, be as comfortable doing that, you know? So, and the, the company might not be as comfortable hearing it. So <laughs> you might have a little note from HR when you got back to your there desk. Might, there <laughs> might be, right? Um, yeah. I just, I hope that I never say uh, crazy shit. You know, there's always a worry, right? Cause you're, you're um, representing a company, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> and so it seems like a lot of times with companies and again, my, uh, most of my corporate work was in the days before where we are now. I've had to learn to loosen up even in my own business. How much of that makes just your legal department crazy? And do you ever have to run things through them? You know, I, so, um, one, one of the, one of the more businessy aspects of my life is that, um, uh, you know, I still, still work within a, a corporate structure um, I uh, work within the communications organization. So this is the team dedicated to um, disseminating information, making sure that, um, you know, the, the brand makes sense. Um, uh, everywhere we talk about it, you know, uh, different things like that um, in charge of social media and stuff. And um, so as a part of that, you know, I, uh, I communicate pretty often with, um, leadership there and, um, and when I need to the legal team. And I think, um, I think in, unless you're going off the rails a lot, um, then, then you freak people out, but we've, we've talked, you know, we're, we're all friendly. We all know what's going on. And to be honest, I'm not the only evangelist out there. You know, um, we try and dub other people within our company, uh, with, with that power as well. Um, to, to go out and, and speak. Uh, and in fact, everybody <laughs> in our company, the only difference between me and, and, and some others is that um, I went through this super, super boring. And I say super boring because um, it was just scary and, um, 
and sad to look at myself on the screen, but you know, media training, right? Uh, but that's, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's basically don't say stupid things, um, to, uh, to people because, and it's kind of like common sense stuff. So yeah, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they stress out because we, we prepare for, um, you know, repre representing, uh, the, the, the interests of, uh, the organization and then bringing stuff back from the community. So. Excellent. And, you know, I love that you said that, um, you know, really all the employees are evangelists because I think that's where corporate America has gone. That's changed a lot. Is there any formal acknowledgement of that, that we consider all of you evangelists for the company, or is it just something that kind of um, naturally has happened? Yeah, um, there, it's been encouraged um, from the highest levels. Uh, so, you know, at, 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 at a point, uh, we, kind of, we kind of turned the corner on communicating and realized this is, this is silly. We have thousands of people that could be um, talking about the great work that we're doing. And sometimes part of the issue is just that people don't know what we're up to, right? And so if we, if we kind of give them, uh, give everybody in the company the ability to talk about it, or not the ability, but the permission, you know, before, before it, um, it was, uh, it was kind of, uh, kind of discouraged, you know, um, have you ever seen that thing on a Twitter profile that says, um, you know, these, these thoughts are my own or these words are my own. Um, you know, it, there were, there were a lot of rules, um, around what you could do on social media, what you couldn't. Um, and, uh, and because there were so many rules, it was kind of discouraging. You're like, ah, screw it. I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want to mess with it, you know? Um, and now, uh, you know, now the message is, um, you know, use all of our products. Uh, by the way, we get them for a very discounted rate. Um, so use our products, play with our products, teach people about our products, talk to people about it, get their feedback and find out what's going on that's good and what's bad and bring it back. Um, so yeah, it's, it's now very actively encouraged. Excellent. Thanks. I, I appreciate that because it's been a, for me, I know it's been an interesting journey in technology and business over the last 20 years watching the changes. Yeah. And I, I love where we're going with business these days. Totally. Jonathan's going to try and talk. It's going to be funny, though, because you won't be able to hear him. He's mute. Um, sorry about that, folks. Um, I just got a quick question. Um, you might might not want to answer it. Um, let's see, let's see, Mendel. Um, you know, obviously, you will be discussing on the panel shows that you know you you've also joined. Um, you know, there's uh, it's pretty. There's been a lot of talk in the WordPress community that um, automatic are going to be entering um, the hosting sector more vigorously. I was going to say will enter, but that's obviously that's obviously nonsense because they've been in the hosting area from day one, haven't they? Um, have you been, in some ways, I'm a bit surprised by the reaction um, from some elements of the WordPress community because, like I say, um, Automatic have been in the hosting area from day one, really. So have you been a little bit surprised by all the conversation that's kind of 
developed recently that they're 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 going to be um, entering hosting and um, they're going to be kind of stepping on the toes of the of their hosting partners. What's your thoughts about this? Um, I think uh, I think it's always interesting how people react. <laughs> um, and uh, a lot of times people react with a lot of emotion very quickly again because this is uh, this is a space where where people are are earning their livelihoods. Um, uh, all I'll say is this, and it's the same thing I've said every single time there have been shifts in the industry as far as hosting goes. Um, the, the competition is good, and um, and uh, this this is like. Like we, we live in a free society where companies can, can uh, you know, decide to do things, offer products, um, you know, spend money in marketplaces, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it affects um, how, how we're looking at products, which is we're, we're trying to build awesome products for, uh, for our customers and, and for new customers. And, that's that's really what we're focused on, you know. Um, is is just building awesome uh, WordPress. We we have uh, something that is uh, we're 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 actively working on uh, a, a, a new uh, you know new managed WordPress or upgraded managed WordPress that um, is more modern with uh, you know PHP seven X and and um, and and free SSL and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, we're it's it's cool. It's yeah, uh, my own thing. Actually, funny enough, there are my own feelings because it, this whole discussion, this whole discussion in the WordPress community, in some ways, I found a little bit bizarre. Actually, because Automatic have been hosting from day one. They chose a very locked down kind of um, hosting solution, and now they're looking for a more um, less lockdown solution, but um, they've always been there. So I, I did find that a little bit bizarre. We're gonna um, we're gonna wrap up the actual um, podcast part of the show. Hopefully, uh, Mendel will stay on for another ten fifteen minutes, um, which you'll be able to listen and watch on our YouTube channel and on the WP Tonic website. Um, thanks, Mendel, for coming on the podcast part of the show. How can people get hold of you and learn more about you and what you're up to, Mendel? Yeah, so uh, on on Twitter, Facebook, on uh, on the web as well, you can just go to ifyouwillit.com or at ifyouwillit or if you will it on Facebook. Um, the other the other thing I want to offer at the the end of this um, podcast is my my personal email address at, at GoDaddy. So if you have um, questions or concerns or, or just curious what we've been up to, uh, you know, just, just hit me up. Um, it's Mendel, M-E-N-D-E-L at GoDaddy.com. Um, super easy email and super happy to answer any questions um, that people have. Give me the good, the bad, doesn't matter. Um, just really happy to, to talk. So. Oh, thanks, Mendel. And Kim, how can people find more about you, Kim? Uh, you can connect with me at Twitter at Kim Shivler, and you can always find me at whitegloveWebtraining.com. 
And folks, if you want to talk to me, um, I'm easy to find on the internet, a bit of open book. Um, you can use my YouTube, um, YouTube channel, I was going to say, my Twitter, um, at Jonathan Denwood. Or you can email me, my personal email is jonathan at wp-tonic.com. I'm here to answer any queries, questions, and if you've got input about guests or topics that we should discuss, I'm always welcome to that input. Um, we'll be back on Friday for our great roundtable shows. Um, also, most of the panel are going to be at um, Sacramento WordCamp. Um, it should be great. I think that's the 16th and 17th. Um, it yeah, but Tim's talk is going to be better than mine. So. Are you sure? <laughs> we yeah, don't know that. I'll probably bets, actually. I've got my bets down already. Uh, um, and um, thank you for listening to the show. Um, we, like I say, we'll be back on Friday. And every Wednesday, we interview a member of the WordPress community, either building something, contributing, or an online expert on some skill that will help you grow your business. We'll be back. See you later, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.